In this episode of Offscript, we're talking all things Marvel. For the first time in a year, there is a Marvel Studios movie that you can watch that is brand new. It's Black Widow, and it just came out. We are so excited. We had to talk about it. There's a lot of things to talk about, and we're going to talk mostly about the interesting decision for Marvel to kick off Phase 4 with this movie. Second, we're talking about the big one, and that's Loki. Everyone's talking about it. The finale just dropped last week. There is so, so much to unpack, and we're going to do our best to talk about as much as we can. And Connor couldn't help himself. We had to talk about that Dune trailer. If you're as excited as we are, enjoy the episode. We are back after, uh, well, man, mostly we were just waiting for stuff to come out, right? Yeah, uh, we had like a two, three-week hiatus yeah. plus vacations. And so. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I was on vacation, and Connor has a lot of work because he's a good I'm person trying to get a job. Buried in the sand. I can't emphasize this enough. Like, <laughs> I feel like I'm in I feel like I'm in the movie Old, where they're like, you have wrinkles and it's been an hour. And I'm like, yeah, that's Did you just- watch that? Did you watch that already? No, it's it's out uh, on okay. Friday, but I've seen the commercials yeah. a thousand times. So yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Mike, go see it. I don't know. Our, our both of our Regal Unlimited uh, subscriptions kicked back in, so now we feel like obligated to go see like movies over sixty percent. <laughs> and I think old is at sixty percent, which I think it's at sixty. And I'm gonna go see Snake Eyes because that's at fifty two, but it's just Heck yeah, right, right there. Yeah, I mean, well, uh, you're not losing anything. You know what you're getting when you go to see a GI Joe movie. Like that's right. Well, so guys, uh, we'll start things off with stupid movie I watched. And I watched the Fast Nine, which is now called the Fast Saga, and I tell you what, it was dumb. It, they went to space. It was just fast. And Did they actually go to space? Of course, they went to space because it's the Fast Saga, Brendan. Yeah, of course. But anyway, so I watched that movie, and I can tell you, I watched Black Widow. Wow, what a palate cleanser! Because you're like, oh yeah, I forgot what. Like, I went and saw Fast and Furious. And I was like, this movie's amazing, and it, well, I, it clearly wasn't. It's and then not. I went and watched. <laughs> I watched no. Black Widow and I was like, "Wow, what an actual like! Oh, this is a good action movie." Thank yeah. you. Like, I watched. For- I watched a weekend at Bernie's, which I had never watched before. Uh, good dumb if movie. You, if you've seen that movie, uh, ridiculous. I, I it was. It's really funny though. It is like the pinnacle of like eighties movies, in my opinion. It's like nineteen eighty nine. Just it's so absurd and hilarious, and like you should go watch it. Like it's just there's no way that the events of that movie would actually take place. But, like, it's honestly just believable enough that, like, it would happen because, like, the people in the, like, surrounding the movie are just absolutely oh, yeah, absurd. Dude. So, well, it's got, what's his name? Andrew McCarthy in it, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, yeah. It, it, it's yeah. just, you've honestly never heard of any of those people in the movie. And they, I don't think they, I don't, I don't recognize them from anywhere else. Even, the like, the girlfriend. I was, like, trying to find, I was, like, oh, she's literally been in nothing. But <laughs> dude, she looks we like have- so many other people. It's, yeah. <laughs> Classic I looked 80s. up Weekend at Bernie's, and Weekend at Bernie's two popped up. So I didn't know that I, existed. I, you know what, man? I'm ten percent on Rotten Tomatoes, so Ooh, probably for the best. Yeah, yeah. You want to jump actually into what we're here to talk yeah, about? So, well, sorry guys. So yeah, apologize. Uh, so yeah, let's jump into. We got a couple things to talk about. Uh, I'd like to start things off actually real quick. I'm there sorry. You go. Go, go ahead. So go first, ahead. first movie we want to we want to talk about first uh, film. Um, that one missed one of the biggest opportunities ever to include a specific song. We're here to talk about Black Widow, baby. <laughs> oh, Dude, gosh. Black Widow. All right, for real. Uh, instant reaction. I'm, I'm going to kick things off here. Instant reaction. Good movie. Uh, I gave Brendan my Twitter-length review was Marvel Goes Jason Bourne. It's kind of this fun spy movie that I thought really just – was what it was and didn't try to be anything more. Um, it was action-packed. It was exciting. I watched the whole thing and eat my popcorn and was thrilled. I think it's at like an 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. I felt like that was really fair. I gave the movie basically like a 7, 7.5 out of 10. Yeah. Uh, I agree with all that. I thought, I mean, yeah, I just thought it was a good flick, you know? It was like, okay, I will say it definitely felt like it was supposed to come out last year. Like, it I clearly they were going for like Endgame is going to be still kind of fresh in your mind, and then you're going to go into this movie and like you know appreciate it a little more. I'm not saying I didn't appreciate it, but like you could tell it was like all right, well, you know, it's two years after Endgame, it loses a little bit of the effect on you like emotionally, but like I I really liked it honestly. 
I thought my favorite parts of it weren't even Scarlett Johansson or Black Widow related, which is surprising. I, I it's not even a hot take. It, I think everybody it's the world's worst kept secret about this movie. They obviously were trying to launch Florence Pugh. It, yeah. it was very obvious. Um, no, yeah, I'm not saying obvious. they did a bad job. Yeah, like, I think she knocked out of the park. She was funny. She's great. She's entertaining. Yeah, I think she's gonna be really good for the next one. Actually, um, so I'm I'm excited for whatever next uh, role for movie, film, TV show. I believe she'll be in. We'll get in that in a second. Uh, with that being said, though, Scarlett Johansson, like, it's hard, right? Uh, Brendan, we talked about this. This movie does feel like it should have been released probably in 2017 because it takes place on mm-hmm. the events after Civil War. Yeah, I. J- I think like I'm I'm I always find myself when we talk about movies like me saying all the stuff I like I'm not complaining guys like I promise I don't complain. <laughs> this no, much. I don't think you're complaining, but you're right. Like there's a but it, like it's weird. It, if this movie like the movie, I will just say this. I believe this. It didn't do a great job of setting up when it took place. So mm. for people who were not very, I mean, honestly, if you have been watching Marvel movies at this point, first of all, what are you doing? Like this is just the culture at this point. Second of all, like, but, honest, but honestly, like, <laughs> if you pick this movie up and you're like, okay, like, it, it could be kind of hard to figure out when it takes place. Like, I wish they would even had, like, a date up, you know, like, that would have even, like, made made it make sense a little bit of where it was in the timeline. They're just, they're just kind of trusting that the Marvel fans are going to understand where it is. And guess what? We did understand where it was, whatever. But, yeah, I feel like if this movie had come out, shoot. I don't know. I'm not going to say like right after Civil War, but like if this movie had come out like February or March of 2017, like before Guardians 2 and Thor Ragnarok, I think that, that it like honestly that would have been better for the movie. I don't know. It just would have – now granted, if that had been the case, we wouldn't have gotten some of the side characters because I don't think David Harbour would have been in it. Probably. It would have been close. It would have been hard to maybe. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. David Harbour probably wouldn't have been in it, and I he's one of the my favorite characters in the movie. And Florence Pugh definitely wouldn't have been in the movie. She would have been too like too no. young. So, and she's great. She's like a perfect again Marvel like nails casting, and she's a perfect like she's a perfect cat. So like, I I think that part is good. Like the the thing we what we ended up with is great. Like I'm not complaining about it, but like oh, it's a very fun product. Yeah. Or like I just think that Black Widow deserved to have this movie without us knowing that she was going to die. Yeah, that's exactly right. Like, and it's not a complaint. I think it's perfectly fine for us to look at him and just say, this movie is, if I watched it chronologically, this is a good movie when it's in place. It just is right. It's an excellent placement movie. If I watch it right after civil war, it's fun. It's exciting. Kind of tells her story. It's everything I think a lot of people wanted it to be. By the way, I saw it broke a box office record. You ready for this box office record? You ready for it? Sure. Yeah. Highest opening weekend during a pandemic. I'm like, <laughs> okay, how, but like, how what specific, do, man? Yeah, like, cons- yeah. When is the pandemic going to be over? Because like, when Doctor Strange comes out, it's going to break <laughs> all those records. Actually, well, when Eternals comes out, it's going to probably break all those records. So like, what what do they consider? When is the pandemic over? Brendan, what was what was the highest Christmas movie during the Spanish flu? <laughs> Let's check that one first. Yeah, <laughs> it was like probably it. a Charlie Chaplin movie. <laughs> I had to guess. Silent yeah, film. I would, let's get back, yeah. yeah. No, so uh, with that being said, uh, fun. It's a fun, it's a good, it's an exciting movie. Only thing that we're probably looking at is, you know, one, like we, we know she dies. So it's just, it's a weird ending. Yeah. It, it did feel very much like a setup for Florence Pugh to jump into the MCU. Whatever. A uh, storyline itself, though, pretty cool. Um, we basically get a – what's in Drakeoff? Drakeoff? Yeah, Drakeoff. I, yeah. I, I call him Draco Malfoy half the time. So I just you – know, <laughs> yeah. um, But basically it it has a – and we don't – I don't want to terribly spoil it. But the villain setup is pretty interesting. I have Taskmaster in it who's this basically character that can mimic everything that they watch. One of the coolest Marvel – characters in terms of like just a creative yeah. concept really yes. cool like when i told like adrian i were watching in the theater and i to- told her what it was and she was like that's really cool they haven't done something like that before and i was like yes but at the same time that's why in the end where it was like it just wasn't that satisfying <laughs> and that's okay yeah and i guess i, I agree like it, listen i'm not going to spoil it but the reality is the villain reveal isn't 
it is what it is. Like it's just kind of like fine. I don't know what they could have done for it to be better. I guess, but like, uh, you know, like it was just kind of like okay, whatever, sure. It felt it felt kind of like it felt like the whole like I don't know. In Guardians, I don't know why I think in Guardians 2, but, like, Guardians 2 with the whole, like, ego and stuff like that and, like, Peter Quill, I was like, I mean, it makes sense. Not that creative. It makes sense. That's though. exactly it. Yeah, it's you basically, know? like, you find out early on that he's the dad and you're like, okay, and then, like, right. it just then classic ends with him being a villain. You're like, well, yeah, of course. Yeah, like, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, Dracoff as a character, pretty good. I'll ask you, what was your – what was your impression – because, I mean, it does play it a little bit into mind control, I guess. But what was your impression, I guess, for Marvel Marvel actually going and doing this movie, right? They go ahead, they sign off 2020. We've already said it's a weird timeline. But for the movie itself, would you say it was the right movie to sign off on, the right movie for Scarlett Johansson to leave on? Um, or would you have creatively looked to maybe do something different? Um. I honestly felt like at the end, I think we'll talk about the post credit scene. I think that was actually the moment where I was like, okay, like that is a good ending. But I, I felt like in the movie, it was a good, like there was an interesting period of time that was never really talked about that much in just mm-hmm. in Marvel in general, honestly. But we knew that something happened with Black Widow because she was talking about stuff in the movies. So filling that gap in, you know, it was interesting to look into. I, I don't know, honestly, when else it would have been set. Like, people mm-hmm. are saying, like, maybe it could have been mm-hmm. a prequel. I was like, she would have looked too old. <laughs> like, it would have been, like, yeah. just, like, it. yeah. That, I don't agree with that. But, like, on, I mean, honestly, I thought it was, it was true to what the Black Widow character is. She got some good moments. It was really all I could ask for i don't know what else i would really improve about it i mean other than like some of the stuff we already talked about just in general it's like as, as a movie but like in terms of her character i i thought she it ended on a good note and you know I, it felt like it felt like her movie um but also i could tell it was a bridge i get why they started phase four off with this movie because it feels like a bridge much like far from home it feels like a bridge between the infinity saga and phase four um, that's right i like that yeah, yeah. It, it, it you know I, I would actually give it um it's falcon winter soldier-esque because it is just a fun like fight movie right like that's kind of the way I, it's a box office movie yeah um but like where falcon winter soldier just struggled i thought incredibly was finding motivation for their villains this one actually does a decent job of it where the story actually adds up and makes sense where I'm not dealing with Carly basically being like, we don't have a home and it's unfortunate. And you're like, yeah, you're right. And she's like, we're going to blow this male mailman up. And you're like, whoa, what? I don't, <laughs> what, what just happened here? Um, anyway, so yeah, I, I, I like it. Let's kind of go, we'll spoil some stuff here for the next two, three minutes. Um, nothing crazy. Uh, let's, let's just do post credit scene if that's fine. Yeah. And I don't really need to dive in into anything else, but, mm. uh, what do you think? Uh, Elaine's back. <laughs> what am I was, I was talking about with one of my friends and they're like, Oh dude, I can't believe that Elaine is in the MCU. You know, I was like, that's hilarious. Cause honestly, Val is Elaine. Like they're very similar. Like not like in the, like cl- the way that you would be thinking of, of like Elaine's in a funny show and Val's serious. I'm talking about like just the way that you know, it's like most Julie Louis Dreyfus characters are like similar, so like you, you can tell like she's going for something. But yeah, I, she's just playing a rich version of herself. Oh like, yeah, 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 hundred yeah. percent. I mean, yeah. and she is rich in real life, but like <laughs> yeah, for a, real. a rich yeah. Elaine. Yeah, um, like what would Elaine do if she was given like large that's sums right. of money? That's it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she would definitely be evil. But um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I, it was really cool seeing her. I, I, I knew she was going to be in the movie at some point. I had, I had a feeling she'd show up in, in the post credit scene. Um, it was already confirmed like months ago or something like that. I saw it was like she was actually supposed to show up in Black Widow, and I was like, oh, cool. Well, <laughs> so what is her? Uh, I mean, I'll ask it. What is kind of her? And that makes sense, by the way, because she would have been in there first and then in Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah. So it wouldn't have yeah. been a big shy. Yeah, okay, so yeah, yeah. What, what is exactly the deal with her character? Do you mind? Because I don't know, I'm not a comic book nerd. Not, I mean, a comic book reader. Uh, so yeah, I so there's a couple like different 
theories. So, so she's already talked to John Walker, who, and it's kind of got a similar vibe. So, like, John Walker, Captain, you want know, to call him Captain America? He's not Captain America anymore. U.S. agent, I guess. He's Captain like, Hydra? He's, exactly. He's kind, he's not a hero. He does some heroic stuff, but he's not a, and he's, but he's not really a villain anymore because we know who the villains are, <laughs> right? But also, he's not exactly on good terms with people. And he has, like, some stuff he has to clear off his ledger. I feel like this it's a similar thing with Yelena and Black Widow. So it, it makes sense why they're talking to each other. My theory is, and they're both kind of antiheroes. My theory is she has something to do with setting up the Thunderbolts in the MCU, which is a team of antiheroes. It's kind of, it's not like the Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad, I would say, is more like the Dark Avengers, which is something they might end up doing, but... The Thunderbolts is very much like anti-heroes uh, who work... It's very kind of like the Suicide Squad. They basically work to clear their name. Uh, and they work basically... Mostly, honestly, in the comics, it kind of works like they have, like... They're just kind of bored, and they, like, kind of want stuff to do. And if they get an excuse to, like, kill people and, like, blow stuff up, it's, like, uh, cool. Brutal. Yeah, so, it's, like, right, so why not? I guess my question is this. Like, it seems like she's just kind of an assassin for hire under Elaine. Yeah. That's, I don't even know. What's her name? Val? Valentina? Val, yeah. Val. Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. Is her oh, thanks. Name. See, yeah. I, I appreciate that. I also speak <laughs> fluent Spanish, Brendan. Como estas? <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's cool like that they bring her in, but so is the character named Red Widow? Is that the deal? Uh, who? The Elaine character? No, 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 uh, Oh, What's your name? Yelena um, Belova. Florence Pia. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't really know who she is. I think she might end up... Well, technically, they're all Black Widows. Black The, the name Black Widow, like, in the movie just refers to, like, the Avenger Black Widow. But yeah, really, but they're all like, Widows. I don't I don't honestly know. I, I'm very curious to see what they do with her character moving forward. And obviously, we'll talk about the implications of, like, where she shows up next. But, yeah, I, yeah I, it's, I'm curious to see, like, what she'll be doing. Let's just dive into that. I mean, she's going to be in Hawkeye. Obviously, yeah. in this yeah. TV show. So, spoiler. Mm. Um, is, is she gonna? Is the whole show gonna be her hunting him down? I, I can't imagine that be the entire show. I could see, like, I don't know. I could see her kind of being a side, like something that they, like something like a wild card, you know, something like that. Like, no, really see it coming. But also, like, she's not. When, once Hawkeye tells her what happened, she's not gonna kill him. <laughs> you know, like. It's really she's just misinformed, and there was only two, no one lived to tell the story. Really, there's no third party yeah. to verify what happened. So, really, yeah, sure. For all she knows, Hawkeye killed Black Widow, right? Like no one knows other than the Avengers. But like, yeah. Uh, so she'll be in Hawkeye. Um, I'm excited. Like I'm really excited to see her show up again. I think she. I think she's gonna. She did in the in the movie. She did a really good job of this. But I think in the future she'll do a really good job of. May, uh, kind of balancing her own character, but also she very much felt like she was continuing, like the legacy of the character, uh, just kind of picking up like because she has all that history, and I think that's the. I mean, we talked about it, that's the point of it being set in Phase Four, or it coming yeah. out in Phase Four. Sure. But yeah, uh, what do you think? Like, do, would you, do you do you hope like what do you hope to see her in? Do you think like she could be an Avenger? Do you want to see her be a little bit of a darker character? You know, Avenger, it is what it is, right? So we just, and actually this is a good segue. We're going to jump into Loki here. Um, we have, spoiler alert on Loki, great great series, but we, we have a, a master villain coming in, right? We have a new Thanos coming in. You know, and, and it's, this is a hard thing, I, I think, to do, is to get me excited about a lesser villain. I would much rather her just be an Avenger. Like, it kind of... Be an assassin for hire for a bit and then eventually join the team not even eventually just yeah. uh, her being in hawkeye like fighting a bit cool that'd be fun but there's some level where i'm we've gone from thanos it's really hard to kind of drop it's hard to drop down two three four pegs right and then like we're gonna get back up when now we, we just know that we have a main villain gonna yeah. be around for at least phase four and phase mm-hmm. five so yeah you know what i mean yeah 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 yeah, I, I agree. I think yeah, there's a bunch of ways they could go. Uh, I just think Marvel, I mean, <laughs> you talked about it earlier, Marvel has so much stuff 
coming out. They have so many characters. They have so many stories. They have the Disney Plus shows. They have the movies. I mean, it's, it is literally nonstop content for, like, yeah. the next 10 years. Yes. <laughs> like, they're, and it, like, and they have this whole lore and history of Marvel Comics. So, like, there literally is an endless amount of things they could do. And guess what? Comics are still coming out. So that's right. They're, that's like, right. They're, they're actively being fed more content, Someone which wants, is mind boggling to me. I, I read yeah. something similar to what you said where they're like, you know, comics coming out in 2017 while they won't be adapted for movies in 2018 can easily be adapted into movies in 2025. Yes. And like, like so for example, oh, yeah, you're right. they're, uh, they're making a show called Ironheart, which is about uh, this character named Riri Williams who uses like Stark tech and kind of makes her own Iron Man suit. That comic book literally came out like five years ago. Really? I think. Yeah. 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 That comic book is Makes like sense. five years old. And it's already big, like it's going to be in the MCU. It's just like it's just it is not really not fair. And Marvel's just going to dominate like Star Wars. It's like they, it's all to be original, right? They're not getting fed ideas. Like that's why no. we put so much pressure on Star Wars as so much more expectations because it's all like there's actual writers going in a room coming up with brand new stuff. Marvel has the luxury of just reading comic books and adapting yeah. it. And like, in Loki. So, I think that's a good segue into Loki, to be honest. I was going to ask if that's okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. let's just jump right in. Uh, Loki has basically... Loki has now given us five to ten years worth of content. So oh, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Um, Loki is a show <laughs> I, I thought... And, and I just... I don't even want to talk about the end just yet. Good casting. Owen Wilson, excellent in it. Um, oh, he's interesting great. Interesting yeah. story. Yeah. Uh, I gave it a B plus. I thought WandaVision was better than it in general. I, just, I thought that was a better show personally. Mm-hmm. Disagree all you want. I, I just thought WandaVision was just unique, creative in a way I've never seen before on television. I give that an A. I give Loki the B plus. I thought it was an excellent show. And man, does it set up the future. What did you think on the show? I loved it. I think, you know, it was interesting. I think WandaVision was – they're just different shows. Like I'm going to put them about on the same level. WandaVision is, was different in that like it was so like WTF-y and like we had to watch the next episode ASAP because we knew, one, you need to know what the hell was going on. Yeah. And it was, it was designed like that, right? It was supposed to be trippy and like – but in the way of like you don't know what you're watching frankly for the first seven episodes. Uh, and it nails that tone and perfect. And then the, the finale – I mean the finale was okay. But, like, so, like, that was the Yeah, show. the last – I thought the last 10 minutes, the scenes after Catherine Hahn kind of stops fighting. Yeah. I actually thought that was amazing. Like, I actually yes. thought that was – Yeah, the yeah, stuff I'm where right. they're kind of floating in the air doing magic, whatever. But, like, it, it's it was cool, one man. of those, Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, WandaVision was a great show. I think Loki, I put it on the same level. Loki was more of just, like, I could feel like this was a bigger deal, if that makes sense. I could yes. feel like this had bigger implications. Like the end and like leading up to finale, I was like, I have a feeling that there's going to be something big coming in this yes. finale. And it, and there was something big in the finale, obviously. But like Loki just felt – and obviously Loki is just a, a, a character that has so much history and like there's just so much more to explore with the Loki character. I think they did a good job of like doing a lot of stuff without us feeling overwhelmed. Like, it was the nature of the show where we were kind of like, this is weird. <laughs> but, like, yeah. I love it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought I thought they... Uh, Tom Hiddleston shoots 100% in Marvel. The um, dude is undefeated. That uh, yeah. guy's amazing. So Even in Thor S- The Dark World, he's undefeated. Like, he's the best yeah. part of that movie, if you rewatch it. Yeah. Sylvie is an interesting character. I... I did I love that they fell in love? No, I think it's Owen Wilson was like, you're so narcissistic, you fell for yourself. Like, that's where you're like, yeah, like this shows yeah. a bit, mm-hmm. very much looking in the mirror at what it is, exactly. um, which I which I love about it. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, so I'm, I'm going to agree with you on that. Loki is a better setup show. And then in general, got some really hilarious scenes. I mean, uh, I called him Croc-a-Loki. I mean, what a, <laughs> what yeah, a wild, like, ride the whole yeah. show was yeah, richard Let's jump e. grant the- richard e grant is playing a loki and a leotard like <laughs> basically Weird, like man i think it's so sir richard weird. e grant isn't it isn't yeah he like he's literally richard- he's yeah. been knighted by the queen of england yeah and he's in a leotard yeah weird hilarious but i want to ask you let's just jump into the finale one 
what is your thought on he who remains slash king the conqueror right just go into that because i know you I, you have a lot of info on that yeah dude uh i love so kang is one of my favorite comic book characters i i love like he's one of the most unique because he is like the i'm not gonna say he's the pinnacle like multiverse villain in marvel but he's pretty dang close when it, when it comes to marvel and time travel and multiverses Kang is probably the Thanos of the, like, multiverse events mm-hmm. that happen in Marvel. Um, there obviously is different stuff that happen, and I, obviously we know we're... It's no secret that Secret Wars is the next thing. Like, it, there's, like... Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, like, the Russos said that they want to do the movie. I'm pretty sure they already have an agreement I with thought it was Marvel a TV that they're going to do the movie. No, you're thinking of Secret Invasion. I'm talking about, uh, like... I'm talking about, like, Secret Wars, like big event in 10 years where multiple versions of characters are fighting each other crazy wacky crap like that is what we're building up to in like 10 years and i know that they're like that's gonna happen but like i love kang as a villain he's one of the coolest characters if you didn't know that much i'm not gonna try to give you like a kang like explainer video or or podcast but like he he's really cool there's multiple different versions of him that exist in different periods of time there's different versions of Kang that like team up against people. There's different versions of Kang that hate each other. They really, it feels like it's very much like what we just saw in Loki is like, there's all these different versions of Loki and like they're betraying each other. And like, there's some yeah. that are working together. That is, it's, Kang does that all the time in the comics. And they're so, and there's, and all the, it's interesting. Like not all the versions are called Kang. So there's a version called Immortus, which is basically what we got in Loki, which is like the version of Kang that like, figured out how to control himself <laughs> and he's now ruling over the t- timeline there's a version called rama tut who was like an ancient egyptian pharaoh uh like there's like so many different but there's actually a, a crazy there's a version of him called nathaniel richards who's like reed richards like descendant who like go in fantastic four comics goes back in like it's into fight the fantastic four it's it's crazy and all this stuff happens but he's one of the coolest villains because he really, he's kind of Thanos-y in that he really just has a goal and he's not, like, like he's totally focused on the goal. We don't know what the goal is yet in this version, but I know in comics he's had different motives. Uh, I know one in the comic book was literally like he, his literally entire goal was to grab like the most powerful uh, dynasties or civilizations on Earth and different planets and build them into one city so he could rule over it. Like, he, yeah, he literally is, like, kind of a, he's got a god complex. What Uh, a narcissist. Yeah, he's got a god complex, uh, which is why I'm very excited to see him show up. And I think Loki is, like, the perfect show to bring him in, because if you thought Loki had a god complex, then Kang the Conqueror has, his name is literally The Conqueror. Like, he has a god complex to the max. I'm very excited to see what to do with him. And Jonathan Majors, he's such a good actor. Like, he's actually a phenomenal actor. And, like, the way he played He Who Remains was wacky and crazy. And I'm really excited to see him potentially play different versions of the character. Uh, So, with that being said, I mean, do you see Loki Season 2? Where do you see kind of that heading? I I thought... You know, WandaVision, we've mentioned that show before. So I know Falcon Winter Soldier is going to have, I guess Captain America Winter Soldier now, um, is going to have a second season. Um, Or have they confirmed it? You're giving me a Uh, look. I think they're doing Captain America 4, like a movie. Oh, Oh. okay. No, that's what it was. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I apologize. So we know we're getting a sequel for that. Wanda, we're getting her in the next movie. But we're actually getting a second season of Loki, season two. Now, my question is this. Kang the Conqueror is going to exist, but right now all of his variants are going crazy, right? So we have a few different movies in between now and then. We have Multiverse of Madness, which is rumored to be, which makes a lot of sense, kind of the one that ends a lot of the multiverse stuff, right? Mm. But do you see them sticking Loki 2 into the multiverse um, and basically letting that play out before they get to Doctor Strange? Um. I, I think well, Doctor Strange comes out in March. I don't of I next think, year, right? Yeah, I think Loki will probably come out after Loki season. Loki season two will probably come out after. Um, if I had to guess, there's a rumor that Tom Hiddleston is in Doctor Strange two. I'm I'm not hundred percent sure if that's true, but um, 
yeah, I think it's gonna be really interesting. I think I don't I don't think Kang is gonna be in Doctor Strange too. I think that it's gonna be its own kind of separate story with a different villain. But I think what's interesting is that Loki is we're gonna get to like have some more time. I don't think Kang is gonna explicitly show up in Loki very much. It maybe not like maybe he met a couple times at the end. Maybe okay. I think mostly it's gonna be dealing with. Uh, the stuff that's happening with TVA and the fact that Loki appears to be in an alternate version of the TVA now that no one knows who he is. And, like, he's got to kind of pick up the pieces of what Sylvie just did, frankly. Also, can we just appreciate the fact that uh, Star-Lord and Sylvie uh, single-handedly are ruining our lives? Star-Lord. I, Star-Lord I, single-handedly got half the universe snapped. And Sylvie single-handedly, like, started the multiverse. <laughs> So, I mean, I, I, I'm just going to ask you straight up. We have to have Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield in the Spider-Man movie. Mm, yeah, I feel like, okay, so if you would, like, six months ago, I was ranting about how I hated that idea. Now it's I like, know. okay, but wait. <laughs> now it kind of makes sense. Now makes it makes sense. sense. So yeah. I'm not as opposed to it as I was, like, six months ago. I will say that. Sure. Sure. Speaking of which, uh, I was waiting for a trailer to drop sometime soon for that movie. Yeah, that um, movie has coming out on Christmas. absolutely no marketing, and it comes out in five months. So, kind of weird. Uh, I don't know what Sony's do. They really want you to go see Venom 2, by the way. Real, please, please go see Venom 2. Don't go see Venom 2. Do, I, do I, not I, go watch that movie. <laughs> I'm not going to see Venom 2. Yeah, I'm only going to go see that so. movie if it has over us in 80%. Yeah, like uh, so. Birds of Prey was one of those where like that easily could have been a Venom sequel, and you're like, this movie is <laughs> awful. Like, yeah, dude. What the like, hell? So yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I kind of crap on Birds of Prey. Not the worst movie ever. It's more of like it's the worst best movie of an, all time. Yeah, like it was an. It's like an eighty. I think it's like an eighty-three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. A little too high. A little too high. I gotta go. Like if Blackwood is an eighty. Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey is not as better than Black Widow in any multiverse. In any multiverse, man. Like, yeah, okay. So Black Widow's an eighty. It ended up at a seventy-nine percent Birds of Prey. I will say right now, if Black Widow's an eighty, that movie is a forty-five. <laughs> like, if Black Widow's an eighty, Birds of Prey is like a fifty. Yeah, like. Yeah, like uh, yeah. Just uh, Brendan, I appreciate you being more generous. So yeah. yeah. Either way, um, Brendan, my question for you is this. We, you know, we have a big, big few months ahead with Marvel. We have Shang-Chi, Legend of the um, Ten Rings. That's coming out this month, isn't it? Is it coming out in like a week? September. Early September. September. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I think that it was supposed to be in July, right? And then they pushed it back. Yeah, it was. That's what yeah. it was. Sorry about that. So the way, but we, we have a huge year coming up. This is so much content. I mean, we are going to be churning through this stuff, right? Like, can Marvel handle this much content over the next year, year and a half? I think if anyone has proved that they can handle juggling that much content, it's Marvel because they made 22, like 23, technically, 23 movies of interconnected storytelling and it ended with Avengers Endgame, which is like the greatest end to a <laughs> series of all time. It did take 11 years, though. It did. I, I'm, I'm curious to see what they're going to do. I think they're going to try to milk this thing, like I, in, in, the, in the words of me, like a prized heifer. I like but, uh, I mean, I don't know how long it's going to take for them to build all this stuff up. I basically, I think they're going to take their time. I don't okay. think they feel the pressure to build up to something like Secret Wars in the next eight years or something like that, you know? Like, I, I think they're going to take their time because they really have a lot of story and they have all these Disney Plus shows, which is another thing. It's not like – because movies have specific release dates and you're only going to have so many movies, right? You have to have a big enough event to tell a movie. So it makes sense. I mean the fact that they were able to stretch it for 10 years is really impressive, by the way. But they have which, so which many – Which ended, by the way, yeah. in the highest grossing movie all time. Yeah. Uh, but no. now they have all these like little small screen stories and the big screen stories that they can weave and connect and do all this storytelling. I really think that they're just going to kind of bask in there. Like we have control over you and we, we know that you care about every single one of these stories and you're going to watch it. So I anticipate down. something like secret wars within the next four years. Really? Yeah. Are you, I mean, here's the question for you. Are you going to go from uh, – as a marketing – if you were marketing this to anybody, 
would you say from 2019, we aren't going to have an, another Avengers movie? Which, by the way, we had a lot. Oh, we had one oh, in 2012. Clarification, clarification, in... clarification. Okay. I think there's definitely going to be an Avengers movie. I don't think ah, it's going to be Secret Wars. I apologize. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. we are on Disconnect. Okay, so I think the next Avengers movie has to be within the next four years. I think like 2024 is probably yeah. a safe bet. Yeah. yeah. I, Definitely. So, okay. yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Say base. Secret Wars is probably not going to happen for like 15 years. <laughs> like that is such a big thing. I, I don't think I, I will say though, I think that's a tough, you know, for them. So here's the argument, right? And I'm, I'm going to argue finances with you. This is what I like. I'm a money guy. So if you have something like this huge in your back pocket, you want to use it though in a reasonable amount of time. So I think you might be on to something though within like eight years. That makes sense for me. If you hold on to it for 15 years, what if people all of a sudden just now all of a sudden, but what if you slowly stop having people watch these movies? Uh, right? Yes, but honestly, here's the thing. Marvel has su- is such an established brand at this point. They're getting somehow getting bigger actors. Like guys, Angelina Jolie is gonna be in a Marvel movie. <laughs> Eternals coming out. Kate Blanchett yeah. was in a Marvel movie. Like Emily Blunt might be in a Marvel movie. Like those are yeah. like three of the greatest actors of our generation, and they're like probably might be like and that's one. This actors. is this is ridiculous. I'm no, I'm calling you out here. You just said Emily Blunt, Kate Blanchett, and Angelina Jolie. Kate Blanchett, very good actress. You Amazing. just said Emily Blunt and Angelina Jolie are some of the best actors of their generations. Emily Blunt is incredible. Are you trying to trying to knock Emily Blunt? Yeah, hundred percent, dude. Are you kidding me? If I had to list some of the best actors and actresses, Emily right. Blunt I, I isn't will, even on my top like twenty list. Man. I will Come say on. that Emily Blunt is a great. She really goes for it in the roles that she does. Like she, she's and she, good in she's in a lot place. of different stuff. She's in she's a lot of really different stuff, and she's good in all of them. That's what I mean by she, she's a great actress. She's excellent, in excellent in Edge of Tomorrow. But like, come on, man. Like, I, Brandon, I'm, we're about to we're about to get in a hot take <laughs> right here. I can't I can't not handle the time. All that. Not the time. Yeah, what, what? Who's next, Brendan? Is is the Rock? Is the Rock going to be your best? No, actor? he's he signed his life away to DC. Um. <laughs> Honestly, probably a pretty good move. Probably a lot Honestly, of money he's, look, he's he might save DC. Like, <laughs> right for real. Oh, uh, but yeah. Not to dive into all of DC's multitude of issues, um, <laughs> but with that being said, now I know what you're saying. I guess like so, your argument is that they're like Apple, right? Like we had the iPhone 20 hanging out here. We could drop it, or we could just hold on to it and let things grow. For That's a bit. what 100% I think they're trying to do. Okay. And honestly, so, here's the thing. I, I'm okay. Like, I like all these stories, and they're all, like, really good. I would rather, like, because I yeah. still have my whole life ahead of me. Like, if I can have Marvel dude. stuff to watch the next 20 years, dude, I'm so in. If you're telling me 2031, I'm going to see, like, what, Thor 5, Marvel? Thor 6. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, cool. Yeah. Like, go for it. Like, I'd love yeah, it. Dude. Yeah, it'd be awesome. I 100% agree. So, um, all right. With that being said, Loki, excellent. Uh, highly recommend, guys. Go. I'm really excited for season not. two. I'm really excited. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually really excited. I will say for Shang Chi, here's why. I'm you know, man, I love a good new character with same an origin I'm movie. In. It's yes. cool. we haven't had one in a minute. So and then, we got um, two origin know, movies, but we got Shang Chi and Eternals. Two. Origin I'll say stories. Eternals. I'm excited about that too. So I'll be good double down. You do you realize this? We have in the next ten months, we have five Marvel movies coming out. Good lord! Uh, all right, so yeah. let me think. So we have Shang Chi, we have Eternals, we have oh Spider Man December, Spider Man, and then we have. Doctor Strange in March and Thor in May. Wow, that is a lot. Yep, <laughs> that's a lot, man. Holy cow! So yep. basically, by the time I like I finish with my masters, there we're gonna have, I'm gonna have five more Marvel movies that have been out. Correct. <sighs> Good lord. <laughs> Get, ready. Awesome. Get ready. Get ready. Um, yeah, for real. That's exciting. So uh, plus we have multiple TV shows. So yeah. yeah. And Disney, like, that's literally just Marvel. Like, Disney has some, and like, Star Wars, there's, like, four Star Wars shows coming out in the next two years. And, like, <laughs> like they literally cannot stop, guys. Hot, like, hot, t- hot take for you, Brendan. I've watched a few Bad Batch episodes. It's really good, actually. I no hot <laughs> Dave Filoni's really good at what he does. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, I was that's like, are you about to, like, no, I have I not sat I, down for the past 12 weeks and watched this show only for you to tell me that you didn't think it was good. No, I'm it's actually good. seriously. I very much enjoyed. I think yeah. I think they do a, an excellent job with these yeah. shows. Um, all right, so I, maybe we want to conclude here. I actually want to talk about something different than Marvel. Plot twist. Wow, we're not shocking. sponsored by Disney. I know. Yeah, or Apple. Uh, still. So, 
Ted Lasso comes out today, guys. By the time you're watching this, Ted Lasso season two is out. Which I actually wouldn't have to borrow your Apple TV because I need to rewatch season one. You got Um, it. (laughs) I'll I'll cut that part out. I really want them to sponsor us. That'd be really cool. They don't need to know that. So, um, (laughs) So I do want to ask you here. Dune is coming out. Now, I'm a Dune freak, man. Well, I read the book last year uh, during pandemic and freaking loved it. And I, I got your brother to read most of it. Um, he paused at one point. He missed a lot. He missed a lot of good stuff, by the way. Yeah, I'm sure That's he did. it. Missed a lot of good stuff. I bought my, the book for my brother for Christmas, which he told me he's going to start reading in September before the movie, which actually makes me very happy. Mm-hmm. Point is, I might read Dune, it. Uh, excellent. Excellent book. Dene, Dene, his name's Dennis, but he calls himself Dene because he's oh. French and feels like he's fancy. Whatever, so, dude. Screw you, Denny. But <laughs> Denny's. <laughs> but uh, Dene Villanueva, who has done some of our favorite movies, um, he's done actually Sicario, which was awesome. It yeah. is a movie starring Emily Blunt, which sucks because she's really good in that movie, and I just made fun of you for it. But whatever. <laughs> uh, she's excellent in the movie. He's got. Um, uh, Benicio del Toro, um, fantastic movie about Mexican drug cartel. He's done Arrival, which Brendan convinced me to watch back in 2017. My probably second favorite movie of all time. Yeah, top yeah. ten easily for me. Yeah, easily. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then he even did Blade Runner, which I watched. And Blade yeah. Runner, weird movie, but like it's basically a let's see if you can do this, and if you can do this, we're gonna give you the keys to Dune, which he ends up getting. So. Yeah, Dune's, Dune trailer, second trailer dropped today. The movie's coming out in exactly three months from now, okay? Yeah. I am so excited about this movie. It is a fun – it's an action-adventure movie, but also it's kind of the origin for all the stuff we love. Star Wars, I love Game of Thrones, even like Harry Potter has some elements to it. Brennan, as a non-book reader, because there's going to be a lot of people out there who aren't book readers, uh, are you actually excited for it? And uh, I know you watched the trailer. What did you like about the trailer and what you saw? So I was like moderately excited about it because of you mm-hmm. hyping it up mostly. <laughs> I was like, all right, well, if Connor thinks it's probably good. But that trailer was like, oh, this looks fantastic. Just looks like a fantastic movie. Like who cares about the book material? Like this looks like visually amazing. The costumes look really, really cool. And just like it should be a really, really fun movie. There's, I mean, the cast is just absolutely stacked. We're seeing more than ever, I think, like cast they're just absolutely mind-blowing that like a the studio is able to afford this many people good actors and b the fact that all those good actors signed up for like minor characters in a movie like <laughs> like yeah it's really mind-blowing yeah it's, so the cast we're just going through it here on uh my imdb we have timothy chalamet who if you guys don't know basically is gonna he'll start in the he's gonna star in the young snape show whenever they put that out um he's he's actually been nominated for oscars uh previously so if you don't really know his name look him up he's he's been in like uh call me by your name which is little kind women. of a big one with army hammer little women yep now um, he's in one one with steve carell where basically plays a heroin addict which is like he's an amazing actor but yeah. young kid uh driving already we have zendaya who's in uh spider-man for you brennan there you go. Jason Momoa, our resident Aquaman, is in this movie. <laughs> um, we have Josh Brolin, Thanos is in the movie. Yeah, dude. I basically, want, I basically just want to say, like, yeah. every single, like, A, most of these characters have been in superhero movies before, most of these actors. But, like, it, this is literally, like, the Warner Brothers all-star starting lineup. <laughs> it literally Stone is. Skarsgård, Dave no Batista, um, Zendaya, Javier Bardem. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Um, I'm trying to think. Who am yeah. I missing at this point? Uh, oh, Oscar Isaac, Rebecca Ferguson. Yeah, it it is a loaded, loaded, loaded cast, and it is going to be exciting. But I just want to give you guys a heads up. This movie, I, I highly, highly recommend you go watch the movie when it comes out. It's going to be groundbreaking. It's going to, I, I think, visually be just stunning to watch and look at. I'm going to go see it in IMAX. Um, I'm actually I, – I thought about this the other day. I was like, what movie would I want to see in IMAX? And I was like, this is actually – this is the movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I, th- that's it. I'm not, I'm not going to keep going and bore you anymore. But uh, yeah, I guess as a book reader but also just as kind of a sci-fi guy, um, it is going to, I think, absolutely just kick, kick, kick everything out of the park. Yeah, and, and then also there's going to be a second movie coming out too. So hopefully it's PG-13. Inject I, think, I can imagine. that content into my bloodstream. Oh well, yeah, man. Well, you know, it, my other thing is like with these movies, I I think it's going to have a second film, but like 
these movies are going to be PG-13, everything we've talked about, because they want more people to be watching it. Yeah. And that's I think that's very important. Like the rated R crowd, the Zack Snyder give me all the bloodshed. Like while honestly, I'm all in for Snyder Cut part two. Um I I actually think that more PG thirteen is probably a good thing, actually. Just yeah, no, I know. I personal thoughts. You can do actually do a lot with PG thirteen that like yeah, yeah, you can do so much of that. That's why like Marvel was like when you were like, we're making but Blade, everyone's like, make it rated R, and they're like, it's gonna be PG thirteen. Everyone's like, oh, I'm like, they're still gonna be able to do stuff with PG thirteen. Like, it's gonna be good, guys. Like, don't judge before you see it. That's it's true. not Deadpool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah exactly. that movie like, needs to be rated R because yeah. it's Deadpool. Also, but like, <laughs> you want you want kids watching. Like, you want you want more people watching the movies. Like, yeah, that, that's what I don't understand. Like, red rated R is fine if it's like. If it's a like if it's Sicario, that's one thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's not a big budget Hollywood movie with all these actors. Yeah, yeah. if they're dropping one hundred and fifty million dollars on something, they want to get some of that money back. Plot twist. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Uh, Brendan, thank you. I know it's been a minute. Yeah, it Um, has. uh, Anything you'd like? What do we got coming out really soon here? Trying to think. Uh, August is always kind of a dead period for movies. It's kind of yeah, dead usually dead. first week. Oh, actually, hold on. The Suicide, Suicide squad. squad. There we go. We got the Suicide Online Squad. Online friends are heathen. Let me. Uh... Yeah, then no. Remember that one? Remember I that really hope Suicide that. Squad? I hope this actually has a good soundtrack. Can I? I well, the first one had a really good soundtrack. Did it? Psych, dude. That movie like <laughs> tried so hard to be amazing, and it was literally, I think, the worst movie I've seen. It was like, years. take us seriously, and then this <laughs> version's like. Do not take us seriously. Please stop. Yeah, I, we have a character named Polka Dot Man. Yeah, I love so James in, Gunn. I love James Gunn. He's in great. the OG Suicide Squad 2016, I went and took it with Carson. I uh, watched it with Carson. I left that theater and I out loud said, this might be the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> it's um, so bad. It, it, was a, it was a tough watch. Yeah. So it, on Rotten Tomatoes, it is a 26%. And that is probably... Generous. Yeah, man. It, it, it's More like brutal. a 15 Good news, there's a lot of characters coming back from that movie in this movie, and apparently, like, it's they're all in on the joke. Yeah. So, in all fairness, it's uh, yeah. like they're bringing back the good characters Harley Quinn and Rick Flagg. Joel Kinnaman was actually pretty good in the movie. I thought so, you'd like, that movie, yeah. 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 So, like, they're bringing back those two characters, and then, like, literally everyone else is new. Actually, uh, Boomerang, Captain Boomerang, they're bringing back. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah, that's right. But he, I think he was, he'll he was die off as a joke. Honestly, yeah, yeah he might. <laughs> I think so, that like we, a majority of the characters will die off in the movie. I'm very excited oh, yeah, to see who yeah. dies and how they die. Yeah. Dude, definitely. Yeah. Well, and then so um my other uh other one I want to talk about and this is uh, this is going to be it's going to be a minute. It's going to be a minute for this movie, okay? But I actually want to just throw out the Batman is coming out within like 8 9 months. That's crazy to with think Robert about. Pattinson. That trailer came yeah. out like a year ago. It was a year ago. So anyway, that's all. I'm not trying to like dive too deep into it, but I do believe um, that that's going to be an amazing, amazing, amazing movie. So mm-hmm. I'm excited. I, I just kind of want to throw that out to everybody. Like, hey, well, that might be something we want to glue into. But mm-hmm. uh, in recent, we have Suicide Squad on August 6th. What do we have next this week, Brendan? We have Old coming out. We have... <laughs> I mean, you could probably go watch that movie and it'll be fine. Honestly, M. Night Shyamalan yeah. might have fallen off more than any director I've like ever. So I've, here's my description of M. Night Shyamalan, okay? The guy won. I, I watch Signs. Um, he takes risks, okay? So that's – I want to make that clear. He really I is – he trusts himself a lot. Yeah, like he might make a bad movie and he's like, yeah, I think it's pretty good actually. Like I liked it and it's like, you yeah. know what? I like making whatever. it and whatever. Good for you. Yeah, that, that's right. And that's kind of what's, I think, important about anything you do in your life, right? Like there's some level like critics can say what they want. You can take some of it with a grain of salt. There's also the reality like, hey, you're making this movie. You know, like say what you want, but like I'm yeah. building something that I want to build. Um, but for him, he he really struggled. I'm with you. He like kind of fell off and then he bounced back with Split. Yeah. Um, which was an excellent film. And then – Ended up kind of glass was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't want to say it too loud, but yeah, glass was yeah. a tough one. But with that being said, though, like he's trying to kind of get back and do something different. Yeah. So, that and movie, actually, good in all fairness, he's an executive producer on the show on Apple TV Plus called Servant, which I've heard is really good. So, like, same, 
He's doing Same. TV, which is like not something I thought he would be doing. But hey, that's right. Shout out to him. Uh, we have Snake Eyes coming out this week. But then the, my my biggest shout out, and I, I apologize for not doing this yet, is Space Jam too. <laughs> a new yeah. legacy. Be in the which Space is, Jam. It's currently sitting at a twenty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, that fell off. That was at like a thirty eight last week. Yeah, mm. it's. Uh, let me. Uh, here's my, here's my favorite. Here's my single favorite. <laughs> my. Favorite. My favorite review I've seen of it so far, and this is kind of how I'm going to end. Uh, it is a film that has no reason to exist except as a vehicle for reminding people that various pieces of content, all of them merchandisable, are available for instant streaming now on HBO Max. <laughs> that is so perfect. That is that is a reviewer who understands like the mind of the corporate Dude. film industry. That is a Warner Brothers man. Yeah. Like, yeah, I heard that, that is... the movie is literally just like here is our Warner Brothers all-star team and like, and LeBron James. <laughs> like, yeah, I heard it's kind yeah, of a cluster. You know what? So I didn't see it. I don't probably not going to watch uh, it. I'm going to watch it in like bits and pieces over the next, like, you know, yeah. probably like I joke, I joke that I was going to start it and see how far into it I could get. Um, and then pause and then, then like, re- yeah, that's yeah. it. That's right. That's right. So, um, anyway, but yeah, thank you guys for listening as always. Uh, Brendan, appreciate you and your patience. So yeah. 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 I'm going to go back and start reading and fall asleep on the couch as I try to finish a book. So there you go. School. Well, Summer dude, school. I always thought, I, I honestly was like, Oh, go back to grad school. I thought this will be fun. I thought, and then it's like, <laughs> Oh dear Lord. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> I am barely breathing. <laughs> Oh man. So anyway, cool man. Actually, dude, I just got on HBO Max and I'm not kidding. The first three things that popped up on it, right? Yeah. Were uh Iron Giant, um, King Kong, and Game of Thrones Dragon. So Yeah, Warner Media. <laughs> Warner Media, baby. All right, I'm all in. I'm gonna go jump right in here, guys. I'll see you later and uh until then, have a great night. Take it easy. Bye.